Welcome to Geek Therapy. On this episode, we're looking at the past, present, and future of Geek Therapy. Today, I want to talk about the past, present, and future of Geek Therapy. Oh, snap. I know I'm just springing that on you, but uh, so I have a few questions, have some ideas, want to think things over out loud with you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when was the last time I mentioned it here, but the whole reason why I created the kind of the first version of Geek Therapy was just a whole bunch of um, articles that I found online and kind of clipped them together. I, you know, I used a curating site called Scoop It. And it was because I was working with kids age 6 to 11 at a mental health clinic, and they had a Nintendo Wii, and I wanted to use it with some groups and some activities. And my supervisor said no, because, you know, video games are the devil and all that. Of course. <laughs> They're evil. <laughs> they are, right? And uh, and so I got mad, and I went home, and I just started finding these articles that I had seen before and put them together on a curated website. Eventually, that became – that's where we are now. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think I've ever even asked you at all <laughs> what was what was your moment when you decided cause, – because you, more than anybody that, that I've ever spoken to, thinks the same way I do about the potential of content and, and how uh, – you know, all these positive effects and – and by the time I met you, you had a blog called Therapeutic Code. So, yeah. so, so is there a moment like that for you? Is there something that happened to you that made you think, you know what, these things aren't bad or I can use these for good or something like that? I think I'm trying to remember when I f- – the first time – I, the first year I went to San Diego Comic-Con I think was the year – you had a geek therapy panel and I remember my wife had to force me to go because I was like nervous about being there by myself like because San Diego Comic-Con is huge right and she forced me to go to your panel because she had to do something for work and I was like I don't want to go she's like you should go so I went and just hearing you and the other panelists. I don't even remember who was on that panel. That the year. other people don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're horrible. I hope they episode don't listen seventeen. To this. Actually, episode seventeen is that panel. Continue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it might have been the second year I went to Comic Con, but anyway, I went to your panel, and I was like, "This is everything I want to be doing." Um, I think I'd been, I was still working with kids or I was, or I was working at my group home, the group home I worked at. Um, and I think I was about to start school. Maybe I had already started grad school. I think I'd already started grad school. And I was like, this is amazing. I can do the things that I find geeky and cool. And my, the kids I work with will be able to relate to it. Um, and I mean, it was already some of the stuff I had already been doing. Um, I mean, my line of work, I take kids to movies for interventions and sit in a movie with them and then talk to them about it afterward. Um, so I was already, it was already something, but I did blew, it blew my mind, um, that other people were doing that. Um, 
and obviously you and I are like on the same wavelength about a lot of things, but there were other people like um O'Connor's Comicspedia was something I was interested in and that's where, you know, then I was like, we need to do something that's like expanding on that and then you almost said better. <laughs> almost, I, I did not say better. I did not almost say better. No, but something that's expanding on that and has more than just like comics because there's so much more to it um, than comics. I and I do use comics with the kids I work with, um, and I'd been doing that for a while um, before I went to your panel, because a lot of the kids I work with don't like reading and it's easier for them to read comics than it is to read books. So you just started doing it naturally. It's not something kind of, but, but like, I didn't know, like, I think going to the panel you had was like the jumping point. And then I was like, I'm going to do a blog. And then you found me because I had my blog. (laughs) So, um, so I remember this very clearly Actually, I, memory is human memory is garbage. But what I remember, but internet is memory that, is forever. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure if we go back, it was your wife, now wife, who told me about it online. Like I mentioned think so. me. I yeah, think I was so. Like, yeah, I was like, hey, I don't remember. If, remember, it was Acute Therapy or at me um, was like, hey, you should check out this blog, Therapeutic Code. I was like, huh? Okay, and then. The rest is history. And then you said we would be best friends. You forever, <laughs> forever, BFFs. <laughs> and Before now we BFFs hear... was a thing. And now here we are, podcasting together, which I said I'd never do. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I was. I was just curious because I obviously I remember, um, and you blogged about going to that panel and and what that was like for you, and that's like that meant the world to me like it's it's still it blows my mind that it blew your mind <laughs> right and and I thought we were onto something I thought it was something important so I was really excited to to know that it had that effect on you and and since then other other people so but I was just curious if, if there was a moment like before when you're like this is the type of thing I'm gonna do or, or this this really works okay yeah um, that moment kind of came after and I was just like Okay, I can I can do this. I can make this my like my like flag and I can put it my my flag in the sand and be like this is this is what I'm going to do. Um and that kind of influenced how I approach stuff all the way the rest all the rest of the way through um grad school and my you know those BS diversity classes and, and talking <laughs> about culture and everything Don't I Don't get me started. I made I made geek therapy like geek culture my culture yeah um yeah and i i got a lot of good feedback from particular professors um but overall it was in some ways it was hard and um i was impressed that they let me do my thesis on um the effects of being able to to talk to my clients about movies we'd seen together and and comics we'd read together so um, what was the title of the thesis Damned if I know. (laughs) (laughs) Never read it again. Uh, Never looked at it again. I think it was something along the lines of um, how pop culture can be healing or something like that. Um, Yeah. Okay. All right, good. And and, and actually, so it was months afterwards before I I got that 
um, tweet from Nina, and then we spoke, and then we finally met like the next year. I'm guessing at uh, yeah at, at something. Wo- I think at like WonderCon or something. It, it would. I don't know. Maybe it was I think New it, York. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, you know what? It was New York. Yeah, it was New York. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. All right. So, and I bring that up, right? Because for me, what, why I why geek therapy started and why we were we connected is very clear to me. But I sometimes have difficulty explaining that. And I'm not sure that the website does that or that the podcast description does that. And I sometimes wonder if the the name Geek Therapy is either misleading or or we're not doing a good job with that. So I want to ask you, what do you think what, – what does Geek Therapy do? What do you think it does? Like how would you describe it? How would I describe it? Mm-hmm. See, it's already See, a problem. <laughs> it's all—it's already a problem. But you know, to me, it's because I don't know. It's like it just is. It just is for me, and there's no—it's <laughs> a thing. Um, You're proving my point. This is why we're having this conversation. It's—it's a, it's a good conversation to have. Uh, have um, you ever had to explain it to anybody? Yes, I have. I've explained it to all of my coworkers, and somehow I explained it in a way that they got it. Um, I think, and P and gen in general, when people ask what I do, um, because people will see me with professional badges and, and with a professional badge at, um, at comic cons and stuff like that. It's like, well, what do you do? And, um, basically I say, I use geeky stuff and help kids change through using geeky things and things they're passionate about. Um, okay, so then that's so that's you. That's Laura. That's me. So what is geek therapy? Like as a what what is geek therapy? Like how would you answer that? See, that is a whole nother why? It's a why? whole other thing because for me it's specifically I work with kids right now, but I would use it with adults if I work with adults. Um but I just I think geek therapy is just using what people are passionate about to help them feel better or help them feel or do good. So I really, really like that description. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm, I'm glad we have it on tape. <laughs> work with that, right? Because right. over over time, I've talked a lot about and talked to people who do this, right, about how they use something that they're passionate about to 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 help people, right? Like you said, mm-hmm. to do good, and and I like the idea of geeking out as as anything, right? Could be geeking out about there's there's a woman who wrote a book called Cooking Therapy, I think, and I've always wanted to interview her because I hmm. know that she uses um, food metaphors and, and, and cooking metaphors in her therapy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that kind of that, – that's like an extreme um, – like on the spectrum of what geek is, like that falls in there for me, right? Like I oh, love yeah. that idea. And people who take, you know, that whatever it is that they're passionate about, they can talk – they can see the world through that lens. So, so I've talked about that. I've also talked to – just because of the nature of my work – I've talked to other mental health therapists, whether they be social workers or psychologists, marriage and family therapists, um, you know, that people in that 
what I call it, like that space. But I've also talked to people who do other types of work that also helps people, right? It's not just therapists who help people. Oh, yeah. And and so that that's exciting. So so it kind of it's a lot of different things. And and exactly, it's not only like one time someone approached me about doing a journal article to try to define geek therapy as a modality. <laughs> so so right. So that 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 would mean like a, a school of thought within psychotherapy. Right. And I was opposed to that because one by that point I saw geek therapy. As an as an idea, as a brand, right? Mm-hmm. As something that that represented other things, and I didn't want it to be. I didn't think that I owned the idea of of um of that modality, right? Like if it if it ever did become a modality, I don't necessarily. I I didn't feel comfortable about about that idea. Um, it, I don't know if it was a good idea or a bad idea. I don't think the people who had that idea. Uh, I don't think they followed through um, much farther than that, especially mm-hmm. after I didn't really give my blessing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it, because it's not just a modality, right? I don't, I don't think it's one, one thing. And some of like we used to have the tagline, um, "Can geek culture, can geek culture help save the world?" Right? Like we were answering that question. At other times, I've said we're celebrating how geek culture is saving the world. Right. And let me see. Uh, I wrote a list down of a few other things that we've actually done. Um, like for me, I am motivated by the idea that the best way to understand people, each other, is through the things that we love, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's like a, a, a principle. That's like core value right there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, promoting positivity of geek culture is something that I think we do. We promote the positive use of geeky things, right? So to yeah. affect good, you mentioned that. Um, we talk a lot about representation in culture, in in geeky things. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and I think we do that both in um, cultural um, norms, right? So minorities, um, racial, sexual, gender identity, um, disabilities, even um, and then mental health representation also. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like I love it. I love to point out when somebody is a therapist on a TV show, <laughs> right. whether they're doing it um, good or bad. Like I just listened to a podcast where out of nowhere, they're talking about this hardship that this woman had. And then it was an ex- the, the host had an excellent follow up question about like, how did they deal with that? And she openly talked about seeing a therapist for over 20 years and how that was instrumental to her, her well-being. And it was amazing. And th- that was the Tim Ferriss uh, show. Um, and it was an interview with Debbie Millman, who's a design professional here in New York City. And it was it was so great to hear that. And and I, I if like I would love to promote that in some way and do something like let more people know, like, check this out. Like, this is amazing. And, you know, I want to email her and, and thank her for, for doing that because I think it's important and we don't see it enough. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's something that, to a certain degree, we've done. Um, and then, right, and then over the years, there have been other podcasts that have kind of formed from relationships that came from here. The the most similar one is Rolling for Change, which is with Woody Harris, who's written for the site. And he really wanted to do a show about the positive effects of tabletop games, in both education and in therapy. And he's a therapist. His co-host is a teacher. 
I'm also there sometimes. Sometimes. Because <laughs> <clears throat> um, they record in You're Atlanta. You're everywhere. I am everywhere. And and so it was it was great to to see that happen. And then I did two shows with a, a, another psychologist. And I feel really good about, you know, being able to build these things out of the community. So that's a lot of stuff is what I'm getting at, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all kind of come out of one thing. And... And so we we do all of those things. Like, is it how do we how do we describe? Like, do you feel comfortable in what you said before? I don't remember the exact words, but do you think that kind of <laughs> encompasses, right? Um, kind of what we do. I think that if all of most of, if not all of, what you just listed out goes under what I said, which is using things that people are passionate about to help them feel better or or do good um i think that's what i said if not you've got it again (laughs) (laughs) thank you um yeah that's all under there i mean we cover um mental health representation helps people feel normal about going to a therapist um and and stigma um cultural representation whether it's by race or sexual orientation or um, disability or even um, like we talked about snot girl and and allergies, right? Um, representation and seeing someone that's like you in, in media and in the things you're passionate about um, can help you feel better um, and feel like a real person. Um and I mean, the rest of it, we talk about mental health issues and and um, relatable experiences and difficult things people have been going through and how um, having those things to be able to look at or go over with a therapist or even talk to with a friend about um, is helpful. Um, and obviously, from the beginnings of geek therapy and you having the website and doing that panel, I mean, you've inspired me to do stuff and I've inspired my classmates and coworkers to, to think about how they're dealing with people and the things they're passionate about. And of course there are other people that you've done stuff with, um, and inspired to get going with things. Um, there's a whole podcast network now, right? So, um, (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah, so I'm putting outreach down on the list of things that we do, like going to panels and, and mm-hmm. doing speaking engagements. And one thing I didn't mention was kind of, well, or I kind of did, like the promoting the work of other people who do that, right? That's right. actually one of the first things I did. That's That was always a big deal to me. I kind of, at one point, mm-hmm. I wanted to be the, the Oprah of the culture <laughs> for good. Right, just like spend all my time interviewing people and 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 promoting the work of, of or allowing people to showcase this kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like oh, we just had an interview, the last episode with was with Anxiety Gaming, and you know like they're doing amazing work. And uh, I listened to that. I listened yeah. to that because I'm not in it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and like the stuff that they're doing is so amazing. I want to tell the world. I want to tell everybody because I think that they're doing such such good work. Um, so that's a big part of what we're doing. So, okay. So so I, I think we have – I think we can improve on our messaging, and that's something that I'm going to work on. And listener, 
please help. If there's any of that that you think mm-hmm. can uh, be better explained or, or better organized on the site, especially, because I don't want to stop doing any of those things, to be no. honest. I'm proud of that. I mean, another thought is, well, should all of that, like, should any of that be broken out differently? Like, should, at one point <laughs> over the years, I thought about starting, uh, like, instead of doing geek therapy, uh, also doing passion therapy, which would have been like a, a general thing because we're talking about what people are passionate about. But that's obviously a bad it idea sounds, the moment you say it. It sounds yeah. so weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the moment because everybody's like, no, that's, 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 people are going to get an idea immediately. doesn't matter what, what's on the website. Um, that doesn't work. <laughs> See, but I think, I think geek therapy, even if you, if someone doesn't have any idea what it is, I think some, they might get some kind of like, thought in their head about what it might be when you say geek therapy. Yeah. Um, What do you think that is? Therapy for geeks? But no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, um, and and if it's a therapist, they think it's mental health therapy. And if they're not a therapist or or have never had, Mm -hmm. um, never gone to therapy, they usually think it's like a feel good stuff for geeks. Yeah. Which, which in general. Which it kind of is. Yeah, like, yeah, like the idea of, like one of the versions of a geek therapy book has always been to me the idea of like, I'm a geek and I'm going to read this because I love to hear stories about how the things that I love are doing, so, are, are actually accepted and are actually doing good and and not, um, and they're not horrible and not everybody mm-hmm. thinks that, you know? And, and actually that's the core, I think all of that stuff goes to, to, if there's one feeling that I'm trying to address, which is part of the problem with our messaging, I think mm-hmm. and this is my this is just my opinion, but uh, it's that feeling. Like I want somebody to come to the website and see, hey, everything that we're doing is the opposite of that moment when someone takes a crap over that stuff that you like, right? You know, like this is and and that is definitely a feel good feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't know. I, I need to work on that a little more. I will I will be asking for your assistance listeners as well please um so that's kind of like what we're to end the library of course which we talk about um almost every week now and mm-hmm. and i think the library is, is is super important like you mentioned it is it is very much a uh, inspired by patrick o'connor's comicspedia right that idea it's like that's a great idea um mm-hmm. how what how can we do it a little differently how can we add more things that we that we like um and so that's that's a big part of what we've been doing especially for the last year so have another question for you uh oh if that's what we're doing is there anything you think that we can do that we're not doing now like what can we do for people that we're not doing right now and i have some ideas about this i can you go have first ideas. if you want you want me to go first? You should go first. I'm still jet lagged. <laughs> Plus, I just sprung all this on you. Okay, so oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. one of the one of the things that um, I think we can do more about or promote more that we do is kind of, and I think we do this um, with psych tech and headshots. There's like part of it is entertainment, but part of it is infor- in informing too. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, we we do touch on like. News in video game, but not as news, right? But new things in video games, different ways to look at things, different ways to look at technology, and and how it could. 
be good or bad. There's a there's a little bit of that. So there's mm-hmm. you know informing, entertaining. I do want to build a bigger sense of community because I'm like a node, right? Like everybody reaches out to me, and then I might connect that person to someone else. But there's no way for people to connect directly to each other. Yeah. So that's something that I'm working on. Um, and then one thing I've thought a lot about <coughs> is um, a, a lot of people have actually come to the site over the years and asked, how can I do that that you're talking about? Right. So how do I use comic books with kids or, or, or with any client? Mm-hmm. How can I use video games to talk to my, 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 my kids or my students or my significant other? Mm-hmm. You know, how can movies help out with that? Like, like, like that's one of those things where you – and you've mentioned that on the show before that you, as part of your treatment, you will take kids to a movie. Mm-hmm. Right, and that that's just like multiple levels of that, right? There's like there's that, that there's rapport, there's rewarding, then there's the conversations before and after. There's all these things that happen, and and although we talk about it, I don't think we've ever addressed the how to how to do it. Yeah, yeah, and people have come to us for that, and I at this point I feel I feel good about the idea of starting to of, of making stuff like that, mm-hmm. of actually providing the how to. And I think that that's something that we're uniquely positioned to do because not many people talk about doing that, first of all. And second, like maybe if you listen to every podcast and you read every single thing that we've written, you can get an idea, but there's still no step by step. And it's kind of, I think it's kind of unfair no. to have Usually somebody. it's just the idea like, hey, this movie has this theme and you can use it to talk to somebody. And even if on our library we have questions that you can ask – Somebody that doesn't necessarily understand that the if, I mean it could come off really stiff and like uh, yeah. like when I took my client to go see Thor: The Dark World and we're talking about his brother because of it. Yeah, you could yeah. come off as like, so what do you think about your brother? Like <laughs> <laughs> instead of like yeah. Yeah. instead of exploring um, exploring things. I mean, oh, there was my client that recently. Asked me if I had seen, uh, I hadn't, didn't see it with him. He asked if I'd seen Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. And he brought it up instead of me having to. And it's sometimes as simple as just like riffing off of whatever they're saying. So he says, um, man, that's, and spoilers here, man, that's (laughs) the, man, that's so messed up how they treated that kid that was going through all those problems. And I said, you know, well, why is it so messed up? And he said, because how are you going to kill the kid? You didn't even give him a chance to say what was wrong or what was going on. And you didn't even give him a chance. Yeah. And that like, oh, it melted my heart. I said, kid, I said in my head, kid, you are like amazing and have great insight. Um, yeah. And, and, and that moment, that is the, um, again, I've written these things down and I'm starting to compile them, but that's that moment of, you know what? I can't put into words how I feel, mm-hmm. but that, what just happened on screen or what happened on that page or mm-hmm. that thing, that's how I feel. Right. And I'm, and for I'm this sorry. Kid, yeah. And for this kid, he w- he's been through so much in his life and he lives in a group home and it's like he felt what that kid was feeling like and he felt yeah. like 
that's what people have done to me. They may not have killed him, but they like they don't listen to him and they yeah. and they treat him like crap. And um, and that was his way of saying that's me. Exactly, without yeah. having to say it. And yep. so it's one of those things that sometimes it comes naturally and you just have to be there to listen for those moments and be able to respond to them, even if it's something you don't know that much about. But if you go like pushing for things, unless you really are are committed to doing it and being sincere about being um, curious about what they're interested in, it can come off really stiff and like yeah, not it'll they'll shut down. <laughs> so you agree? There's a there's a that's something we can do. Yes. Okay. Um, that's something I want to do, and and that's something that we'll we'll have to look at. Um, moving forward and and then so this this last one that I wrote down um I wrote down Geek Therapy International okay now uh oh bear Uh-oh. with me bear with me okay um there's there's this other book that I've always wanted to 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 pitch which is like geek culture around the world and where I travel the world and I'm interviewing you know and going to different comic cons and showing like how how this celebration that we do in the states it actually happens in other countries with all that money you've got, right, Josue? Yeah, so th- there's a reason why <laughs> I haven't done that, right? <laughs> um, uh, but but something interesting that has happened over the last few months that I've it's it's beginning to it's it's a trend that I'm starting to see, and it's two things. One is that I've started to feel like for us, our job is getting easier, like the the messaging part. Right. Mm-hmm. Where you like that experience that I had five years ago with that supervisor, I feel like it's less common now. Like I, I less people come to me saying, oh, yeah, I go through that all the time. Right. It still happens. It's but still I, there. It's still there. But I mean, but, and it helps yeah. that it helps that Star Wars is back. It helps that Marvel movies are the biggest movies. It helps that now we have DC movies, too. It helps that video games are more popular than ever. Um, the CW is all superheroes and cult uh, TV shows. That, like that kind of thing is in the mainstream, but that's here in the states. Mm-hmm. So, what's happening is that in other countries, that's that's not necessarily it's not necessarily as accepted. Like the message that caused um, geek therapy to 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 be is something that other people struggle with. So a few months ago, someone from Colombia contacted me the Colombia Colombia the country contacted me and said you know um I love what you guys are doing but uh do you know of any anybody who's talking about this in Spanish I was like uh no like I didn't really even honestly I hadn't really thought about it like I've I've been wanting to do some version of geek therapy in Spanish but I I never pulled the trigger on that there's so many other things she told me well I would like to like start promoting this idea in Spanish at least even if I'm just translating things because I think I think it would be important. And like, yeah, of course it's like, – of course I think it's important. I've like dedicated my – you know, the, the, the last years of my life to this idea. So I love that idea. But for the most part, like I empathize, you know, with the lack of – like actually I, I can't even relate to the, to the idea that I never had – maybe as a kid – I didn't have supporting articles and information to support my point of view. Like mm-hmm. when I was yelling at my mom about, uh, 
playing Zelda makes me smarter. <laughs> I didn't have anything <laughs> to back that up, right? Like, leave me alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but now it's, it's, it's you know, and by the time I started Geek Therapy, I had that information to back it up. Um, in other countries, you don't have that. So I'm speaking to two people in two different countries who are kind of dealing with that. And I've been thinking, is there anything that we can do at the very least to just help them get started? Like, there's things that I've learned over the years about how to reach out to people and how to talk to people and how to start collecting information and making it visible. So that's kind of, that's like going to be in the back of my mind. And I'm not sure what I'm going to do about it or how I'm going to do it in, an, in any official capacity, like as, 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 as geek therapy proper. But that's something that I'm, I'm really caring about right now. Okay, so is there anything else that you think um, we can do or, you know, should do considering what we currently do or anything that you wish we did more of? I don't know. I think the biggest one for me out of the list you gave was one of the things I'd been thinking about with the how-to. Because um, I do get my coworkers will, will – they're interested and they want to know and then they're like, but how do you do it? And I can – Sometimes give them the time to like, okay, so you read a comic and then they read it too and you guys can talk about it together. And, but for me, it comes naturally and it flows. And I've had, I have one coworker that asked me about, um, with his client, um, he asked about taking them to a comic shop and what would be good for this kid. And I said, well, I don't know your client. I don't know in detail what he likes, what he's going through, that kind of thing. Um, but if you tell me a little bit, I might be able to help out. Otherwise, you can go to a comic shop and, and talk to the people there because part of our job is taking kids places. So he can talk to the people at the comic store and, and figure things out. And I said, and I told him about reading a book and then and talking to the kid about it. And he kind of looked at me funny. <laughs> and, you know, okay, okay, that's not that's outside your comfort zone, but at least taking the step of acknowledging this kid really likes something. And, yeah, one, and- one of the things that I, I do, um, like as part of my intake, where there was an interest survey. Mm-hmm. Right, so instead of asking you what's wrong with you, I'm, I'm also asking, like, you know, what's the problem that brought you here? Fine. But it's not all about what's wrong with you. I'm also asking, what are you into? What do you like? What's your favorite thing to do? What's your favorite mm-hmm. pastime? That tells me more about the person... That tells me more about what I can work with, you know, yeah. with a with a client than than a description of the problem itself. <clears throat> At least that's my belief. That's where I've always come from. My training was very um, was always strengths based. So making mm-hmm. the jump from um, you know what's right in your life to what do you care about and what do you like doing has never felt like a stretch. I know for a lot of um other people who who have studied mental health you know it's a it's a sickness model you would you would never ask <laughs> that yeah. in an intake that's not where you where your head is clinically you're not thinking that way but clinically that's the way i think and yeah i i, yeah. I agree every uh, your this your explanation was like how you might talk somebody through it but there, there you know there can be an easier way so mm-hmm. that's that's something that i've I mentioned last year that I was going to start putting like a, a small, like a mini book together. And mm-hmm. from that, a lot of stuff has come up 
to help with what we're talking about because I was I, I realized I'd never put it into words. Like I never put it on paper. Mm-hmm. And I was able to do it in a way that I think will be very helpful. So there's like very basic ways to present kind of what we're doing and then we can kind of build on that more like a these are the basics and then here's like a intermediate level and then you know yeah. I've got some ideas. I think there's stuff we could do. Okay. Anything else that you thought of ever? No, no. Okay. Like I said, we do a lot. I think it, we, I think it's we fantastic. We do a lot. We do a lot. Or at least we try to do a lot. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the library now, okay? Okay. So one of the changes I would like to, to do, I want to give you a promotion. What? Woo! I want you to be the head of library. You get, you're gonna you're gonna triple my pay, my zero dollar pay. pay. I'm gonna triple your pay. Um, I want you to be in charge of all things library for two reasons. You better be in charge of the coding part and figure mesh that out for me. Okay. I am. So so here's an update on that. Right? So I can I can do that. I can do that. I'm okay so, with this. Good, good. As good. long I like as it. I don't have to do the back end like all that. <laughs> no, no, and 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 I I like the idea of you being the decider on this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. instead of me just saying, I think this is the bad idea, I'm gonna present to you a couple different options. Like because what we have now, right? The alpha version of the website is pretty I, damn good. I'm I'm glad that you think that. It's but, pretty damn good, but it there are different things we could do. <laughs> but I like it's it's essentially Wikipedia. And mm-hmm. there's a reason why I mean Wikipedia is used by everybody, but a very small number of people add content to it. And it's because it's not user friendly. Mm-hmm. And as much as I hated um Wikia, right. now fandom, <laughs> I I, I just recently found a couple different options okay. that I want to explore because I think that ultimately we're still collecting data in the background, right? Mm-hmm. So as long as we keep making entries and people keep submitting ideas for entries, we're still building the library. Without having the actual website yet, yeah. And so the forward-facing piece of the library, if it's if it's not easy to add to – It'll it, no nobody's gonna add to it, right? Like the moment, like I wanna I wanna remove as much friction as possible from the process, and I'm I think there's a few ways that aren't going to bankrupt me because <laughs> I could make a I could make a custom like we could order something custom and, and hire somebody, but um, I'm looking at a few other options. So okay. you accept the role of head of library. As long as I don't got to deal with the website building and all that, I can. Nope. I can. <laughs> all right, and then and then my my favorite part about this, which you've of this role that you've now accepted, is that now when people, I love ask, that I accepted the role before knowing what it it was. <clears throat> no, you're good. Um, my favorite <laughs> my favorite part of it is that now whenever anybody asks what's up with the library, I can send them to you, and uh, now it's all your fault. Your it's no. your responsibility. I'll just eventually throw it back on you. But for now, you are head of library. <laughs> I'll just be like, um, what's up with the library? Uh, Josue hasn't done anything with the website part of these. Yes, so. you can say that. You can say that. <laughs> That's perfect. But now it's your job to say it's that. It's my job to say yes. it. Yes. Okay. I love this. Yep. Congratulations on your promotion. 
great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so and so here is um the future part of it, right? So so what what will we be doing definitely um in the future? I want to start I've d- do you think it's a good idea, a Facebook group? Like, I, I've I've settled on the idea of a Facebook group just because that seems to be where most of the people are, mm-hmm. right? I, I Yeah. There are a lot yeah. of people. There's no way to do, like, a group on, like, Twitter or whatever. And, but no, yeah. but ultimately yeah. more people are on Facebook than on Twitter. E- even the teenagers who say, like, oh, I don't use Facebook. Like, I don't use Facebook either. But Facebook is actually – I still have an account. Yeah. And there's yeah. still stuff that, that – And that's there. what – yeah, and that's why I was like, okay, I guess yeah. I'll accept that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so so a Facebook group will be coming soon. I'm just going to try it out, see, you know, as a, as a way to kind of allow more people to, you know – Connect to, to, directly instead of yeah. go through you. <laughs> yep, to form a community. And then we can post things there. Like, <clears throat> So there's a episode. theme right now. You just don't want to do as much work. <laughs> so so um, – <laughs> No comment, but uh, but no, no. But seriously, there's there's. Uh, I think that's been missing, mm-hmm. right? Because I at least I would like a place for us to talk to other people. And yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, so so we're gonna try that out definitely. Yeah. Um, th- we're definitely gonna keep doing podcasts because I can't stop. Doing can't podcasts. stop. Won't stop. <laughs> can't stop. Won't stop. And. Um, there probably be new podcasts on a few different things, Uh-oh. but that's all. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be specific about any of that. That's You're just, just gonna podcast all the time, twenty four seven. I'm. I'm somewhat compulsive. Hey, if mm-hmm. I, yeah, maybe I might. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, some people live off of podcasts. Um, I. I think like my 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 thing moving forward is can. Can that podcast or can that thing be uh, kind of of service to someone? Right? Like, can we do good with that with that show? And a big part of it is, and I think that all of the different things that we do with the Geek Therapy podcast, they don't all have to be on one show. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I've I've never told you this, but I've um, thought about having the idea of the library entries, like that discussion be its own show, like be its own thing. Cause I, I feel that it stands on its own mm-hmm. as, as a, as a, as a continuous exercise of showing how content itself can, can be helpful. But the website, like you said, is about other things too, right? Like we're not going into the necessarily um, like there, there's different versions of that, of what that can be. And also we don't just talk about comic books and video games. We talk about all sorts of TV shows and, and things, so I don't know. Sometimes I think that that could stand on its own. Um, and there, are, again, I have, I have, I'm not short of ideas. Like as as compulsive as I seem to be uh, in terms of um, podcasting, I'm not as impulsive as I as I do not I take off be. more than you can chew. I I always do. So, um, yep, and and I think I think that's kind of. Um, we're going to keep doing things as as we are, but I am going to absolutely look at rebranding everything mm-hmm. <laughs> to kind of make that message clear. Um, the idea being that if you come to our website, 
because you saw anything or heard about us that once you go to that website, you understand, hey, look at that. Um, like, I can totally relate to that. Like, I like this idea. I want to know more. I want to join that community. And I think the, you know, the more community we have, the more things can come from that. So I guess the, the whole idea of more podcasts and more different things is that I am, I'm always open to that. And I want to open as many um, means of communication as possible to do that. Sounds like a plan. It's not really a plan. It's a, no, it's not really a plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like I'm I'm opening my arms and I'm like, yeah, You're saying, sure, please, whatever. please. I'm like, sure, whatever. <laughs> bring it. Yeah, yeah, that is a big bring it. Um, yeah. Is there anything like again? So like the library podcast, the site. Do you foresee anything different as far as? Um, Anything you want to do or anything you see that we've talked about that I've, that I've maybe forgotten? Sometimes I go back to writing blog posts. Sometimes. I like writing. I just, I don't know. I don't have any energy to do it right now. <laughs> I like your writing a lot. There was a time when you wrote. when you I wrote, wrote every week. <laughs> yeah. And, and it really pushed me to write. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now yeah. neither of us write. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Things are a little nuts at work um, at the very moment, but I have been toying with the idea of at least writing once a week again, um, just to kind of keep my um, writing skills not as clinical, because I write clinically a lot, and mm -hmm. it uh, drives me crazy because I lose my like entertaining voice, and it doesn't work um, <laughs> for me. I don't like being boring. Um, well, so yeah. I'll, I'll toy with I've been toying with it. You know, one of yeah. the reasons why I love that that you agreed to do the podcast is because I love your insights, and if I don't, if we don't do it this way, then I I won't get them. Because mm -hmm. I like, stopped writing. <laughs> yeah, and you know it, it's weird because my many times I'll meet people and I'm like, oh, like let me just record you, please. <laughs> like, like can mm -hmm. you can you please start a podcast so I can uh, you know hear what you're thinking more often, and. And it's hard, you know. It's hard to do it on your own. If if it weren't because you're here every week, I definitely would, would have probably fallen off too. And and it's hard. It's hard. But but um, this is our weekly hangout. It, it's, it is also our it, weekly hangout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love everything about this. Um, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I am on the. Uh, it's it's a contrary. I, I'm. I, this is. I'm celebrating right now <laughs> how much mm -hmm. I love this. Um, yeah. I wish. You know, and and I think I think there's a place for more of this kind of stuff. You know, and 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 different people, and and I love it. I I think po for me, podcasting is easier than writing. I don't, I don't. We don't script these things out, right? Mm -hmm. um, I am playing with scripted stuff, um, and you know, to, to me, like I, like I mentioned earlier, a big part of peak therapy is the idea that um, the best way to understand somebody is through the things that they love. So, like, I, I like to think that I help people understand each other through geek culture. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like, like you described you earlier. I think that's describing me, and I'm I am also because we're the same person. Because we're the same person. <laughs> yeah, you just live in New York, and I live in San Francisco, but we're yes. the same person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and a big part of of uh, like I used to be I used to be an engineer. I still at heart. And in my mind, I still think and, and write like an engineer. It's probably what's good. I don't write more. Um, but <laughs> but uh, I had an English teacher tell me that. It's like, you write like an engineer. I am an engineer major. 
but I, I am also starting a new thing not related to geek therapy, but in a sense, it's the same idea. Like I want to help people understand each other, but through technology and digital tools. Like I think that even as therapists, there's a way to use technology to help our clients way more and as mm-hmm. teachers to help our students way more. So that's something new that I'm starting and and I'm super excited about that. And I don't know how much of that will spill over to geek therapy or not, but definitely they're like my – like uh, that core value of just wanting people to to help people understand each other is is definitely where where I'm coming from and where I will continue to come from and I thank you for joining me on this journey uh and thank you for taking a look at the past present and future of cheek therapy <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for uh just throwing this at you um you're a you're a good sport always so that's I- it for now um, Ooh, that's that's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. It's just <laughs> 50 minutes of, you know, levity. Um, <laughs> all right, so we'll be back next week with with content stuff, the usual. If we have any updates to any of the stuff that we're talking about, branding or otherwise, we'll talk about it and and the group and all that stuff. So, any parting words? Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. All right, we'll be back next week.